Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. How much difficulty are you having with math? Are your kids having difficulty with math? The, the new math, the discovery math, not new anymore. It's been around for quite a while, but... Now the province of Ontario is going to reintroduce some basics and some fundamentals as far as math is concerned. But what are you experiencing across the country? Brian is in Red Deer, Alberta. How are you, Brian? Good, Roy. How about yourself? I'm well, sir. Thank you. Michael Swagstra is with us, high school teacher in Manitoba and author of What's Wrong with Our Schools and How We Can Fix Them. Brian, what's the issue that, uh, that's troubling you as far as math is concerned or how it's taught? Well... My kids are uh, 15 and 17, and, and right out of the hop, I was never great at math. Um, I'm 45, so I kind of went through uh, the memorization of math. Um, but when they came home, even in as early as grade three, grade four, to, and they needed help with math, I, I couldn't understand it. Um, it was, I think it was something like block tens or something is, is how they were doing everything. And to this day, I, I what their math. Um, did they under, did they have any did did they have any concept of what they were supposed to do? I don't think so. You know, because there was no memorization. My grandma used to be a school teacher, and she was she always tried to drive it into. She drove it into my head. You know, memorize, memorize, memorize. Yep, like yep, like you sure. just said, six times six is thirty six. But these kids, they they couldn't do anything like that without a sheet of squares, like a, a, a grid sheet almost. And then they had to count it all out. And, it, you know, even today, like I can go to a restaurant or whatever and pay with cash. And before the uh, the person that takes my money has got it punched in, I know what I'm getting back uh, for <laughs> exactly. change. Yep. But my yep. kids my kids have no idea. Yeah. We were just talking about no that. We were talking about that off the air. I can hear Michael's Zweikster's teeth grinding. Michael, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I certainly, I, I completely believe uh, your situation there, Brian. It's, uh, and I want to reemphasize what I said before. The problem isn't with you and with your ability to understand math. The problem is with an approach to teaching math that has basically turned math into another ELA course, where it becomes more a test of your reading skills and your ability to figure out this convoluted problem. And, uh, and, and then you, you top it all off with the fact that the, that the kids haven't memorized uh, the thing you know the things that they need to have at their fingertips basic addition and subtraction and the basic times tables there are certain things that you need to have in your memory just automatically in order to be able to do anything that's so, more challenging or complex and it so, so michael cheat sheet or blocks aren't going to cut it you need the but you need that memorization yeah michael brian uh, brian's got two kids 15 and 17 years of age they've gone through the system they've been introduced to and uh, have lived with discovery math, uh, Brian, you would say that your 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 children are not set for the rest of the world for the rest of their lives with the math that they that they that they've understood or how whatever they understand about math, they're not prepared for the rest of their lives. I gather. With my experience, I would say no. Um, my son is fifteen, and he kind of has a better grasp on it. Uh, my daughter's turning seventeen, and she. Uh, you know, she gets by math with 50 and 51 uh, marks, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know what's I don't know what's coming up in the world. Maybe this discovery math somewhere down the road will be good for them. But I mean, like I said today, you know, 30 years after getting out of high school, I, I still do my math when I'm 
handing out money yeah. or receiving money or whatever, you. right? Or, or, or whatever. Okay. Brian, appreciate the call. Michael, what do you say to a parent who has children uh, who are struggling with math who need what, what Brian's kids need in order to do whatever fundamental exercise they had to do? They have to be ready for the rest of their lives. Do you go get a tutor? Do you uh, slyly on the side to learn you know, basic math or teach them basic math without telling the education system what you're doing? Well, parents need to do whatever they need to do. And obviously, in some cases, that does mean that parents uh, hire private tutors. Sometimes if parents have some expertise in math, they just teach it themselves. Uh, and, uh, but I, I do want to say that, that parents ha- have the right and should voice their concerns respectfully and appropriately. You start with the teacher and then the, the principal, the administration, and, and then if you, ha- if you have elected school boards to your local trustees, and then also to the provincial government, the education minister, uh, it's important to put these concerns on the record. Uh, your local elected officials, your local MLA or MPP, depending what province you're in, uh, you, you need to communicate. You need to communicate your concerns yeah. clearly. Because but what a bog! Do respond if they feel there's a, there's a big public pushback. I hear, but Michael, what a bog! What an absolute bog! You need yeah, the fundamentals of mathematics to get through life. The right way at the outset, I agree. <laughs> it's just, just a, it just is an absolute bog. Rory is in Edmonton. Rory, what's your situation? What are you What are you looking at? What are you facing? I, I, I have no kids except for my kitty cat, and uh, my nephews and nieces like to relate to him, so I pretend I'll put a little tie on and a shirt on the cat and some glasses, and I'll pretend the cat's doing math and having math problems and call them by Zoom or phone them. And, has, and the, the, before the pandemic, they could just whip off the times tables, 100 times 50, whatever, no problem, five seconds. Now they can't even do 10 times 2. They just, they're forgetting and especially my nieces in China. My brother lives in Beijing with his Chinese wife and two little girls, and they're living in the middle of the rebirth of the pandemic. They can't go out sometimes 18 hours a day. But what's the, what's the teaching, what's the teaching methodology, methodology in China? Are they using basic well, it's math? More, it's more, more, yeah, more basic math than it is here. It's, they go to a special middle school because my brother's wife has a government job. So they get a little bit. Uh, so do you find? Do you find the? I, I gather you find the fact that your your nephews and nieces are frustrated with their math. You find that personally troubling. You're the uncle. You're not the dad. You're the no, uncle, I, and you I, find I, it frustrating. I, 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 I don't. I, I don't fly to China and that because he's those yeah. planes. And I and I go, yeah. if I go down to Calgary, I you can't go down there until you know, okay. restrictions are down there. I got you. I can't see them in person. And, and they, I got you. They, they, now they can't do it. It takes two minutes before they answer. Okay. They okay, Rory, thank you for the call. I get it. We're talking about math, though, and really what the frustrations are. Fred, go ahead, please, also in Alberta. What's the situation you're challenged with, Fred? Well, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as the last callers. Um, I do homework with my kids. I try to help them in math. And uh, it seems that, you know, without the basics, it's there's nothing there you can't you can't learn um how to box by going to fight muhammad ali in your first match you got to learn your one twos your basics your jabs you know your if you, it's it's a shallow it's weird it's like it highlights the inability of a group of experts to make a correct decision for all of canada you know they decide we're going to make a blanket math protocol. We're going to get all these experts in a room, yeah. and it highlights that group think it doesn't work. Like, okay. I, my grandma okay. was a teacher. My uncle's a teacher. They all know. All right, Fred, I appreciate your call. Thank you very much. We have 20 seconds before we take the break, Michael. Why are we still teaching discovery math? And we have to, literally 20 seconds. Well, it's because... 
because the uh, the people who come up with cur- curricula and uh, who who are largely in charge of giving directives about implementing are very much at the progressive side of the education uh, uh, philosophy, uh, which is very uh, not teacher centered, not focused on direct instruction. And uh, instead, it's all about okay. self-discovery, and that's a philosophy, and that okay. philosophy is widely embedded, and it's up to dislodge. Well, let's get a call uh, here on the uh, issue of social promotion, moving kids ahead, or holding them back. Shelly's in Winnipeg. Hi, Shelly. Where do you stand on this? Well, I don't think that they should be held back, but I tell you, there's a lot of um, to be learned in life experience where parents can teach them those basics um, and they've had the three months to do that Um, following a recipe cooking with them going to the grocery store just teaching them how to weigh things and and add it up in that respect Mm -hmm. okay thanks for the call what do you say michael well, sure. I mean, life experience is a, is a great way to learn, and uh, if you have the opportunity to uh, to help your kids do some day-to-day things that help them uh, improve their basic skills, that's, uh, that is great. I would encourage does that. Does that enhance the learning, the learning experience across the board? Well, it, it it does. I mean, if you're, I mean, if you're, if you're, if your kids are doing real life things with you that involves math or science or, frankly, any subject area, or they're doing some writing and they're getting some practice, that is that is great. That's something that mm-hmm. should happen at all times. Yeah. Should kids be held back? Uh, Lynn said no. Or, I'm sorry, our first caller said no. This is Lynn in Tiny Ontario. It's not the Ontario's Tiny. It's a, it's a place called Tiny, exactly. right, Lynn? <laughs> He <laughs> said, "Tiny Ontario." So, what the hell is he talking about? It's a big place. Uh, Lynn, what do you think should happen if a child isn't hasn't grasped the academic fundamentals of, of a particular school year? What should happen? I really think yes, they could be held back if there's an enormous amount that they're um, having problem with. But otherwise, why couldn't they just work on that over the summer and a couple of weeks before school? Ah, starts, summer school. They, they get some kind of testing on it. And I'm a product of failing because I didn't know my multiplication tables. And did you go to summer school? Back then, we didn't have a choice. We were, I was 60, I'm 65 right now. Yeah, so you had to go to summer school or you weren't going to go ahead. We Michael, what's the reality that. as far as summer school is concerned? If, if Lynn were in school today and she failed her multiplication tables, and uh, so, so what would happen? Uh, well, it would depend. I mean, we do have, uh, I mean, summer school is, is often an option. I mean, you know, uh, there's, it depends what, what age level you're at and what's available, but, uh, um, you could, you could do some of that. Again, generally speaking, uh, a lot of the kids that are having the most trouble may not be in home environments in situations where they have uh, the best access to, uh, to focused learning. And so that obviously is a challenge in and of itself. And mm-hmm. I, anytime we're talking about, uh, about moving ahead in the next grade or the next subject, uh, it should always be a case by case basis. I, I'm not, uh, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of a blanket policy that yes, we'll always hold them back if, we're, if they're at, if they're below this, or we'll always promote them no matter what. Uh, you need you need to look at a case by case basis because every kid is different, uh, and I don't think you should write off a possibility at the outset before looking at it. Okay, Lynn, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, again, in my situation, if I go back to what I what I faced, Michael, Michael, it was the best thing for me. 
Well, sure. I mean, and, and 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 from how you've described it, that you were you, you were new to Canada, new to the system, uh, and uh, you know, if your parents were supportive of you being held back, you put that all together. Uh, that would make a pretty strong case for yeah, doing mm-hmm. grade eight again worked out very well. So, in the twenty seconds, here we are with twenty seconds again. Uh, you don't believe it's a good time for the Ford government to be introducing this change in the basic math curriculum because they because because it is the middle of the pandemic, as the NDP is claiming. Well, no, I don't, because you need to, if you're going to introduce a new curriculum or any major changes, you need at least some reasonable level of buy-in and some ability to do it. And you're introducing it at a time where, you know, Ontario is not even going to have full regular classes in the fall. And so uh, you you need to do it well. You need to have a sense of time. And frankly, they should be introduced last year, but not right now in the middle of a pandemic. Michael, always great talking to you. Thank you so much for the time today. Sage on the stage and what's wrong with our schools. All the best, Michael. Thanks, Roy. Michael Zweigstra from Manitoba. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.